I ran Michigan. I don't even know what he's thinking. He's just a complete burnt out. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best friend. I got a lot of good looking nudes on my team. You just got nuked. I just them. I just them. We'll see. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode Eric Condra of Elite Sense Brain. My name is Beata, and I am here with a person so sense-pilled that she has joined us to record a podcast immediately after finishing her undergraduate degree. This is how she is celebrating the end of her school years. It is Twitter user at Erickson's Burner. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing, actually, I guess I'll expand on that. I'm doing very well because I never have to do school ever again. So that's very awesome. I wish that were me. Yeah, um, that sucks. Yeah. That's to be you, I, unfortunately. Just kidding. I, I wish I had that kind of joy in my life right now. Unfortunately, uh, I am simply done my semester. But uh, that has just meant more time to watch the Ottawa Senators, which is not fun. Yeah, that is the saddest thing that could possibly happen i'd rather do four more years of school than watch the team well i'll be doing both uh yeah so that's <laughs> um, not, four, not four years i was saying before we recorded that um you know if you're listening to this and you finished your undergrad and you're like i should go back to school I just want you to really think about the implications of that because if you're doing like a master's degree that's one year cool do it if you're thinking of going into another degree that's like several years long, consider the fact that about halfway through that second degree, uh, all of your friends from undergrad will be like years into their careers or just graduating and starting their careers. And you're going to be the loser who is 24 and working on their, on their exams every twice a year right at the end of every semester and all your friends are like oh my god that feels a million years away like I can't believe you're still in school so it actually kind of just gets more depressing the closer you get to the finish line because the closer you get to the finish line the more of your friends have graduated so that's what I'm dealing with right now I'm so sorry to hear all that but I had like almost a similar thing. I like how we're not talking with friends right now. Like we're not. But whatever. Guys, this is our podcast. Like we can do whatever we want. Um, yeah, a lot of my friends, like I took a little longer to graduate. I won't reveal why, because it's an embarrassing reason. It's not <laughs> embarrassing to take longer to do school, by the way. The reason I did it is embarrassing and I can't expand on it because it's too embarrassing. But um yeah, so, like, I did, like, an extra year, kind of, so then all my friends were already graduated, and they'd be like, do you want to hang out? And I'd be like, I literally have exams, and they were like, oh, yeah, and I was like, this is awful, I hate it so much, so never again, hopefully, I'm saying all this, assuming I'm going to pass my classes, but if I start tweeting mm -hmm. about more classes in the, during the next semester, you'll all know that actually I failed something and I had to do it all again. That's very good to know. <laughs> yeah, that's insider information. Yeah. Anyway, so life is yeah, good well, for school, but bad for me for the sense. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, uh, the nice thing about being busy with exams, as we have both been for a little while, is it has given us less time to think about the sense. But now it's like reality has come crashing in and we have to deal with the reality of the Ottawa Senators Hockey Club 
which is so, so, so bad. Yeah, it's like the fog cleared and I checked their record and I was like, oh my God, because I haven't watched a game. I like how I'm saying this on the Ottawa Senators podcast that we host. I haven't watched a game in maybe a month, like in full, Um, because in my defense, whenever they stop losing, I say, turn it off, turn it off, because like someone else in my like household will have control of the remote. And if they get scored on, I say, can we watch something else? And then we change it. I I have been watching, but like there I'm so beaten down by this team that I just watch with no expectations. Like I I turn it on and then I'm like, I'm gonna clean my house and have the game on. And like maybe something good will happen. Maybe they'll score, you know? And it doesn't. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe they're finally gonna win. And I'm like exhausted, beaten down. Like maybe, maybe they'll win now. And then they don't. Like last night against Colorado, I was like not even that excited about the win. I was just like, oh, please, they're finally going to win. Like, at least it won't be that bad. And then they lost anyways. And in regulation. So sad. I didn't see. Basically, so in the third period is when they like gave up the lead, I think. And then that's when I stopped watching. So I, I watched a decent amount of that game. Um. But then, yeah, I did. I can't. I just hate watching them lose. And so you have to imagine how hard this has been for me the past however many years, not even just this season. I literally hate watching the Ottawa Senators lose. It hurts the same amount every time I watch it. Like, I know that I'm also like saying that, like, I'm apathetic now. Like, I don't watch games. It's because if I watch games and they lose, it like feels like my heart hurts every time. And that can't be healthy. That's the thing. That's why I've kind of checked out emotionally because I'm just like, if I let myself feel anything, like I'm just going to be so upset all the time. They're so bad, you guys. They're so bad. Yeah, it's just, it's it's so hard to watch. Yeah, I wrote in Five Thoughts the other day a very depressing thing, which is that I feel like this is a version of what Leafs fans feel every regular season where you know Leafs fans go into the regular season being like literally nothing matters they just need to win a playoff round like I will believe that this team has it in them to do anything the moment they win a playoff round and we had several years of Leafs fans being super depressing during the regular season because they didn't care and I feel like I'm now going into every season being like I don't care how good they look at the end of the season. I just need them to win games in November. Like, I I just need them to have a season where they don't go on the massive losing streak at the very beginning that lands them at the bottom of the standings. And it's like, until that happens, I'm not going to believe that the Sens are good. So I feel like we're going into the second half of the season, into the new year, with me being like, they're probably going to pick things up and play better. And I don't give a shit <laughs> because I can't care until they're able to play a full season. Yeah, it's just like that points to how actually depressing the situation is where it's compared to the Leafs wanting playoff success or like Leafs fans wanting playoff success. All really, we want we is want November, November success. <laughs> we don't even need ah. December success is the thing. It's like... If they just, like, won most of their games in November and then lost the entire rest of the season, people would be like, you know what? 
at least they didn't collapse in November. But at they least did. we had fun for an extra month. It's just ridiculous. And then, okay, I guess we should also address that they did change some things. Namely, goodbye, DJ Smith. Yeah. Um, shouldn't have been surprising, and yet it kind of was. It really felt like, you know, we went into this, like, this is DJ Smith's last, last, last chance. Like, if they w- if they lose two games in a row in the month of November, he is out. Any losing streak, he is gone, because he does this every season and then they just kept losing and it was like at what point do they fire him like it's such an obvious fire the coach situation and then frankly they held on too long because like now it's gonna be too late unless they really really pick it up which you know they have the skill to do that so maybe they will but like probably not uh but anyways i guess it's good that they did, you know, make a coaching change. They've got Jacques Parpaille in. That's pretty fun. He'll, you know, uh, teach them how to play hockey, I guess. Teach them some better systems. And he's only interim, so, like, if a better coach gets fired during the season, they can just hire that coach, from what I understand. Uh, so, you know, better late than never. But it's still very frustrating. Yeah, it was funny because, like, I was fully expecting DJ Smith to get fired, but even then it was still shocking because I was like, I actually can't believe they addressed a need. Like, it's just like, I just can't believe it. Because even firing Pierre Dorian, that wasn't really addressing a need. That was like, he cost us a first round pick Mm -hmm. and he needs to go now. But like DJ Smith, I was like, yeah, they're probably just going to hang on until the offseason because like, whatever, like nothing matters. But it was nice to see. I will say, I posted about this. As we mentioned, I am in my last semester of school. I had one exam left and it was a two hour exam. Right in the middle of my two hour exam is when they fired DJ Smith, which was the entire the only stretch of time in that entire day when I wasn't on my phone because I didn't study for that exam very much. So I was just on Twitter and then I took the exam and then I was back on Twitter. And it was just during that stretch of time when they fired him. So I missed a lot of the initial posting. And I didn't appreciate that. That's a tangent. But I didn't. I I also missed a lot of the initial posting uh, for a similar reason. So I had one of those take-home exams where you have 24 hours to complete it. Mm -hmm. And I was about, I was ready. I was like, this is the time for me to sit down and complete this exam. You know, did my last minute preparations for the exam checked my phone one last time before opening the exam and it's one of those things where, like you have 24 hours but once you open it it's three hours right mm-hmm. check my phone one last time and i have a million notifications about how the sense fired dj smith and i'm like this is great this is great timing i definitely needed that distraction going into my exam <laughs> right so i think i fired off like one tweet and then just just dipped uh did the exam and I, people were texting me during it and I was like this is such bad timing but at least I got to talk about it once I was done yeah it was yeah it was nice to like also already see some takes like immediately so it's like mm-hmm. I was like okay how do people feel about it I didn't have to like kind of wait for them to roll in um it was very funny though because I didn't think he would get fired because that morning he ran the practice <laughs> <laughs> so they said and I don't know if it was like we're gonna fire him but like let's just let him run practice 
or if like the practice was so bad that they were like oh my god like he needs to the go. players went right to the gm after that and they were like this is not good yeah and it, like people were like legitimately theorizing because basically what had happened is that the night before or like i don't remember if it was exactly the night before but the last game prior to dj smith getting fired they lost 6-3 to the golden mm-hmm. knights and it was a bad game it was a terrible game yeah i watched part of it and then I had to turn it off but yeah my heart started hurting it's like I'm gonna smash the screen if I have to keep watching this yeah so I don't know the finer details of that game but it was bad just look at the score it was bad it was 6-3 even if it's against the golden knights it's like you're still embarrassing yourselves um and like they played badly yeah I believe it like oh my god anyway that's a whole other thing basically then it was reported that DJ Smith was like, we need to have fun practice today. You know, the guys are down. Oh, we no. just had fun today. And I like to imagine like Steve Stayos and Michael Anlauer reading that and being like, he needs to go. <laughs> this is the last straw. Yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of weird because it felt like we had already passed the point where it was like, there's no way he can survive this, you know? Um, like, it felt like several games ago we said this is the end of dj smith there's no way they're gonna keep him on and then after the golden knights game it was like okay so they're gonna fire him now but then we wake up in the morning there's no post about him getting fired and it's like okay well guess he's just not getting fired till the off season like this is pretty obvious here mm-hmm. yeah it's like so like it's impossible to know what the last straw was because it's like if they had just done it before the practice then I would have been like, the game was the last straw. Mm-hmm. But it just really seems like they hated how he ran that practice. Yeah. So farewell, DJ Smith. Um, sucks that you stuck around long enough to become the villain because I really did like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, wish it could have ended earlier for that reason. Um, it was time. Yeah. I've- what else is there to say? Like, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He seems like a really nice person, and I'm sure that everyone still loves him and whatever. He just cannot coach. But, you know, his legacy remains, because even after he's gone, we are still very much watching a DJ Smith team in that they can't hold on to a lead. They are messing up all the time. They can't come back either. Yeah. DJ your legacy lives on. <laughs> yeah. However the game goes, they find a way to lose in regulation every single time. Yeah. And every the fact time. that it's always in regulation. <laughs> like that's the worst thing. Like I, why why is it always in regulation? <laughs> I think it's a very noble thing to refuse to get a loser point. They're like, listen, losers don't deserve points. So we they are protesting them. the NHL's terrible system. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I like to imagine every time they blow a lead or lose in regulation by one goal, they kind of just go like, "DJ, that like that one's for you. Like, yeah. we did what you taught us." Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, they're still just hopeless with their own net empty, blowing leads, and it's just like. They keep doing this thing where they play well in the first period, and then at some point in the game, it just all falls apart, and there's no hope of getting back. Like, that's the thing. 
if they have a lead, they will blow it. But if they fall behind by even one goal at any point in the game, turn off the TV. Yeah, it's that's over. The end. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, it's also like morale has never been lower. According to Brady Kachuk himself, he was like, this is the worst I've ever felt in my life. So, oh my God. Damn. Yeah, that's... uh. It's great to, you know, uh, hear these things from members of the team that you've been supporting all your life. Uh, like, man, I'm so glad you're in Ottawa. Am I, though? <laughs> like, I feel bad for wanting you to be in Ottawa entertaining me when this is, like, literally the worst you've ever felt in your whole life. Yeah, it feels like I'm visiting a zoo, and it's, like, this, like, I like the zoo, but, like, I feel bad about the animals in captivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a, a good comparison. Yeah, it's, it's so sad. It's just, like, everyone is having a bad time, and, like, no one is liking anything about this, and it's, like, in theory, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> You know what? You know who is having a fun time? Thomas Shabbat and Shane Pinto is in Ottawa now. They went to the Christmas market. They did that while the Sens were playing. Like, they posted a picture, I think, 30 minutes before puck drop. Like, they did not get back to watch that game, and good for them. Yeah, or they just, like, went to joey's or something and watched it there and then i i like to imagine they left though i like to imagine they were not watching that. i oh i was gonna say i'll bet some of the people at the bar got mad at them (laughs) (laughs) some people were like that guy fucking sucks pointing at the screen and they and thomas shabbat was like i can't hear this someone started complaining about josh norris's contract and like they had to leave it was like me turning off the tv you know like they just couldn't do it He's like, they're my friends. But yeah, it was nice to see the, like Shane Pinto back, I guess. Like, that was cool. Not yeah, skating it's nice or anything, just hanging Thomas out. Thomas Shabbat is market. taking him out, you know? Yeah, that's nice. But, like, Thomas Shabbat, man, he's so, he's just such a nice guy. I miss him. Yeah, I like how the highlights now of the Sens are players who are not playing. It's Nothing like, to do with the sense at all. Not even on the yeah. road trip. The only highlight is that like Thomas Shabbat is posting on Instagram, like his Instagram story. Like that's that's what we have to look forward to for the team. Yeah, it's like it's just kind of nice to see a player who is not having the worst time of his entire life. It's like, you know, Brady Kachuk is all beaten down and like miserable and then you go to Thomas Shabbat's Instagram and you're like oh but this player is having a nice time yeah it's nice it's it I almost wish that like none of them had to play hockey like I wish that like they were the Ottawa Senators but they all just got to like hang out and we just like watch them hang out and like that's what we cheer for we'd like cheer like oh yay Christmas market like that's like we'd be like go go do an escape room go like or something like that you know what I mean like we just watch them hang out as friends or something yeah because I mean like what do they even do on the ice that's entertaining anymore yeah like they're not playing hockey now like I don't know what they like they think they're playing hockey but that's Mm -hmm. not what it is so it's like well is it such a big loss to just officially stop playing hockey I think well, I mean, that's what the off-season is. And we had a good time during the off-season. Yeah. You know what? The off-season is the greatest part of the Ottawa Senators. 
because it's like all the promises there we're like oh what moves are being we're like Brady happening Kachuk is running around saying the Sens are gonna win the cup like yeah because the worst part about auto senators hockey is like the actual auto senators hockey the best parts are like the relationships formed and like all that lore so they should just cut out the hockey part it's unnecessary at this point I think that's a wonderful idea, and we should submit that to Gary Bettman. Yeah, can the Ottawa Senators still be part of the NHL, but just, like, hang out? I would like that. So, aside from the players having fun not playing hockey, the other, you know, positive thing about the Sens these days, the one thing that's kind of fun is... That as much as we hate the Suns, other people also hate the Suns. And that's fun. Yeah, it's very exciting. Um, I feel like in past years, the Sens, like Sens fans would hate on different fan bases, namely like the Leafs and Habs. And then they'd kind of be like, we don't care about you. But now we have statistical evidence that they do care about us. Exactly. So Jay Fresh does this thing every year called the airing of the grievances, where uh, he asks fans of various teams to say which team they cheer for and who their most hated team is. And guess who was the second most hated team this year? The Ottawa Senators. Yeah. And I will note the first most hated team or fan base. I can't remember. Yeah, it was it, fan base. Yeah, actually, fan base. I, I, yeah. I should clarify that. Which fan base do you hate the most? Not which team yeah. you hate the so most? The Sens don't get credit. It's it's the posters who really made this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the first most hated fan base is the like uh, Leafs fans. So that's like pretty impressive, I feel like, on our part because like we're relatively like a smaller fan base than obviously like the Leafs fan base. And yet we still, like, ranked second. Like, I feel like that's very impressive. It is. And it's especially interesting which fan bases ranked us second. Because I have been told that the Leafs, or that Leafs fans, don't care about us. And yet, they ranked us first. And you know who else did? Or I think the Habs ranked us second after the Leafs, right? Yeah. It was also and... because the Habs ranked the Habs. Third. Yes, <laughs> that, that, that was hilarious. Shout out to Habs fans and Canucks fans, the only yeah. two fan bases who ranked themselves as the most annoying fan base. But yeah, also interesting. You know who else had the Sens first? Detroit Red Wings fans. Interesting. Yeah, I was told that there wasn't a rivalry. I was told that Sens fans are irrelevant to the Red Wings. I was told that I was pathetic and silly for trying to start a rivalry between the Sens and the Red Wings. And yet here we are. Yeah. And you know what? Like, round of applause. If you're listening at home, please start clapping for Beata for creating this. Like, single-handedly, this is on you, I think. Like, you made this happen. And it really just gets more intense with every game. I will say I did have a moment of regret uh, fairly recently after the last game because, as many of you know, there was some nonsense where Red Wings fans were like, okay, there there was a whole thing with um, Matsu Joseph and Parker Kelly hitting 
uh, Dylan Larkin in front of the net. It was kind of a weird situation. Larkin, uh, unfortunately, passed out. It was quite scary. Thankfully, I think he's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it was, like, not a great situation. And Red Wings fans were really, really weird about Mathieu Joseph. Like, to an extent where you're like, hmm, why do you, are you this passionate about hating the one Black player on the team? It's a little weird. It's it's a bit much, and like the specific way that they were talking about him was very racist. And basically, a lot of Suns fans responded to that by, and this was like, you know, I didn't see as much of this as I did the Red Wings nonsense, but a lot of Suns fans were saying some fairly racist things about the city of Detroit as well. So I do want to say that almost made me regret starting this rivalry. And if you are listening to this, just know that if I see you post a joke about drinking water in Michigan or about Detroit being a bad city in some way, you are getting blocked. I am so horrified by that. And if any Red Wings fans are listening to this, I am so sorry on behalf of Sens fans that do not speak for me that they did that. But <laughs> if we put aside that stuff, um, there has also been some fun aspects of the rivalry that I've been enjoying. Yeah, that entire thing was ridiculous and everyone just needs to be suspended off of twitter for that but like that's obviously not going to happen because Mm -hmm. we're in hell but like i think that like that entire thing i was just like both fan bases they're like both like kind of like subsections of the fan bases each think that they are like right and like geniuses for doing this Mm -hmm. you people are delusional you need to go outside like it was it was just ridiculous I was like yeah especially because okay not to like go back to the like Larkin hit because even if like Matthew Joseph was like 100% responsible some of the stuff that was being posted was like not like Mm -hmm. it was like racist like you you shouldn't have posted that under any circumstances I'm not even going to tiptoe around it like they posted extremely racist things and like so even if he was 100% at fault that would have been terrible to post if you watch the play, it was more on Parker Kelly, I think. Like, that's mm-hmm. probably what actually made him lose consciousness. And it was very suspicious to see no one actually posting anything about Parker Kelly. Like, barely anything mm-hmm. about Parker Kelly. Yeah, it was shitty. Um, And yeah, sorry for bringing the mood down there. I didn't yeah. feel like it needed to be said that I was quite horrified by the the turn that that rivalry took briefly. But I do think things have calmed down a little bit and we're back to just a fun level of shit talk between the fan bases and like truly it has gotten so fun like it is it's gotten so intense especially after sweden like man this rivalry i'm just so proud (laughs) of some aspects of this rivalry like red wings fans really hate the sense yeah it's so nice i hope that like they start i think that's something that's nice sometimes is that People will look up some things like specifically about the city of like the team that they hate Mm -hmm. to try to like get more specific digs in. I think that could be nice if like start like if like Red Wings fans could start like Googling Ottawa and like making fun Mm -hmm. of Ottawa, for example, like for the for the like arena being in Canada. Like it'd be nice to just like get some more like regionally specific like digs in there. I think yeah, I'd like to hear I'd like to hear some LRT jokes. That would be a real sign that like they're thinking about Ottawa a lot. If you're a Red Wings fan listening and you want to shit talk like Ottawa, the city of Ottawa, like the Ottawa Senators, please look up Ottawa LRT 
uh, key search terms to include are Jim Watson and <laughs> that's uh, kind of it. derailment would also Yeah. Oh, work pretty derailment well. is massive. Delays, Just look up, yeah. snow, ice. Look up um, <laughs> LRT complaints. I think mm, that's yeah, a good, yeah. that's just like, that's, it's just, oh my God, look up OC transpo. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just giving y'all some material for the future because I feel like this rivalry has a really bright future and I'm really happy about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I like it's very exciting to see where it could Yeah. go. I think I because also like, okay, no offense to well, offense to Red Wings, like the Red Wings, no offense to Ottawa Senators. Both teams are not that good. Like they Mm hmm are both bad. But it would be cool if they could get good and like meet in the playoffs. I think that would be incredible. I don't think it's going to happen because I just don't see a path towards the playoffs for either team, to be honest. Because Uh, so true. But yeah, I feel like that could have the energy of that 2013 Habs series. Like, you know, just both fan bases absolutely losing their minds. It could be a lot of fun. So I agree. But also with that uh, annoyingness poll, fan base airing of the grievances, what
like Leafs fans find Sens fans the most annoying because like I just really like that because they Mm -hmm. constantly are like we don't care Mm -hmm. like we don't care and it's like well you clearly do like you clearly think about us yeah and also stop with this the fans are annoying but I don't care about the team if you are that annoyed by the fans you do not want the team to win yeah like exactly like annoying fans make you hate the team I think sometimes like a good team will make you hate the team and that's something separate but we are like working from like we're doing like grassroots movements here like that's how exactly and it's like I feel like it's possible to hate a team and like the fans Mm -hmm. that's fine you can't hate the fans and like the team unless it's your own team yeah that's true because like that's my relationship with the Ottawa Senators, to be fair, if I do hate a lot of the fans. Okay, see, that's the thing also, is every year when Jay Fresh does this poll, I'm initially gloating like, oh, yeah, Sense fans are annoying, let's fucking go. But then I hear more specifics about the specific grievances that people have with Sense fans, and I realize, oh, the Sense fans that they hate are the people I have blocked. <laughs> like, this is also the people who hate me. I also hate those Sense fans. So maybe I shouldn't take credit for this because they yeah. actually suck. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure, there's Sense fans that truly suck. A lot of Sense fans, it's like, if you hate them, I'm like, oh, yes me too yeah so yeah it's like, exactly it's, it's hard to argue i didn't vote in this poll they would be my number one it would be sense fans first uh and then yeah. habs and then probably leaves but honestly detroit is uh is making a run for it yeah i think i i voted in the poll to, like i'll reveal that mm-hmm. i and my vote was for the red wings because I, yeah. I wanted to fan the flames of the rivalry. Oh, true. And also yeah, because yeah. I think I had seen like one tweet that day and I was like, I fucking hate the Red Wings. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that was a, a bit of joy for us recently. Huge win for <laughs> the Ottawa Senators fan base, despite the fact that the Ottawa Senators themselves have not had many wins yeah. recently. Really any. I can't remember the last time they won. It's been so long. No, wait, literally, I also can't remember. No, it's, uh, we're just, yeah, endless losing. It's so bad. Uh, Which might be a good segue into um, a team that hopefully will not lose. Yeah, endless winning. Endless winning. Uh, Actually, they have only been losing so far, but it's preseason, so, like, who cares? Yeah, so this is, of course, the Ottawa PWHL team. Um... Yeah, they did go, I think, 0-3. Yes, they were the only team not to win a preseason game. They're saving it for when it matters. Unlike another team we could talk about. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they have been winning in terms of ticket sales, though, so... Uh, yeah. yeah, they sold out their home opener, and if you look on Ticketmaster, not a lot of tickets available yet, which is interesting. Considering that when the league announced that they were going to have a team in Ottawa, a whole lot of people said that Ottawa was a bad choice of location. And I know a bunch of people are listening to this going, let it go. We've been over this a million times. We're over it. I will not let it go because people were mean about Ottawa being (laughs) chosen as a city. And I am vindicated. Yeah, people were really mean. And okay, I will extend grace to the fans of PHF teams who did not then get a PWHL team because, mm-hmm. like, 
potentially went to Ottawa instead. I am like very sorry that happened. Yeah, Buttes fans, you are valid. Yeah, but to people who are like, what? Like no, like no one even would care. Like why Ottawa? Like no one cares. The people who were saying that Ottawa's games would be full of Toronto and Montreal fans. I mean, we can't prove that that won't be the case yet. But Toronto and Montreal fans were not signing up for pre-sales and like putting down a deposit and signing up for the newsletter so that they could get tickets right away. They are not buying season tickets. Like it's Ottawa fans. I agree. People are saying like it wasn't a good market, which made no sense. I was like, people care. Like we've, I already, we've already gone over this, but yeah. yes, it's a good market. And okay, I want to preface this next section with, obviously, I am rooting for every single PWHL team to sell out all of its games. I would never gloat about a women's hockey team not selling out or having bad ticket sales because I hate when that happens and that's a shitty thing to gloat about. However, I will say that since tickets have gone on sale, I have been closely monitoring the sales for Ottawa and Montreal, right? Because those are the two cities that I will be in uh, during the season. And you know how sometimes you're like, I know I want to go to that game, but I don't know exactly how many people I'm going with, or like, you know, I don't know for sure that I'll be available. So I'm just going to wait and I'm going to see if it looks like they're going to sell out, right? Mm -hmm. And what's interesting to me is that when I check the Ottawa games that I want to go to, there are hardly any seats available. And yet, when I check the games I want to go to in Montreal, and this is true both for Laval and for Verdun, tons of seats available. Interesting. Mm. Interesting to me. Again, this isn't about the women's hockey thing. This is about, like, Montreal fans not being passionate. Because they (laughs) exist. They just aren't passionate like Ottawa fans. It's not a real hockey city. Yeah, and talk about it. Some people might listen to this, and I like how I'm arguing with like an imaginary person <laughs> right now, making straw man arguments here. But um, some people might listen to this and say, "Well, you know, the Montreal arena is a little bit far out. Uh, Montreal fans, oh, there's all this politics. You know, they've had all these other teams. They're not happy with how the the, the uh, PWHL is running things. Interesting. So that's a valid excuse now. <laughs> how does it feel? I've been to the arena in Laval." It's on the metro line. It's a whole lot easier to get to than the CTC. Verdun is on the green line. <laughs> She's coming with information about the trains that run in Montreal. There's no winning this argument. Oh, 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 you have to pay a little bit extra for your ticket on the way back from Naval if you don't have the ticket that goes through both those zones. Oh, oh, how sad. How sad. Whoever was just thinking about all these arguments, you've just been owned. You've just been owned with facts and logic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start posting about like the PWHL Montreal doesn't even play in Montreal. They (laughs) play in Laval. It's in the middle of nowhere. All this to say, the rivalries with Montreal and Toronto are going excellently so far. They are. And actually, good segue. You know what other rivalry is doing well? (laughs) This is another one that you single-handedly started. Look, I can't help it. I'm just a hater. Yeah. Um, so anyways, for anyone who uh, doesn't know, I don't think I announced this on my public account. Um, I had an incident with the official Twitter account for PWHL Boston. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. 
So as you may remember, PWHL Boston drafted Jamie Lee Rattray, who was supposed to be an Ottawa alert for life. I was very upset about it. And recently I was scrolling the timeline and I came across a tweet from PWHL Boston just posting about Jamie Lee Rattray scoring a nice goal in practice and having a fun celly. And I was really upset about it because I miss her and I love her. And so I quote tweeted it with uh, one of my favorite reaction images ever. Hopefully you know this. Like, I just think it's the funniest thing ever, but it's this Instagram comment. It's a screenshot of like an Instagram comment where someone is like, delete this, delete this right now. Like people are getting sick and dying. It's illegal in so many countries to post something like this. I think it's the funniest thing ever, right? So I screenshot that and I quote tweet the PWHL Boston tweet with that. Thinking, you know, obviously the joke is I'm so upset about seeing J.B. Lee Rattray in another jersey that I am begging them to please delete this because I'm so upset about it. And um, within minutes, I had been blocked from following PWHL Boston and viewing PWHL Boston's tweets. Which, okay, I am supportive of everyone who's kind of like involved in kind of the social media management of this new league, I think, so far doing a great job. It, it makes it so clear that whoever is running that account is not a poster. Like, they don't know, they don't know the intricate lore. That's not even that intricate. That's, like, a pretty common thing to post. I felt bad because it obviously immediate, immediately clicked in my mind where I was like, oh, they thought I was being, like, a women's hockey hater. They thought I was legitimately, you know, um... <laughs> talking shit asking them to like delete their women's hockey content and I feel so bad that the social media admin thought that for any moment right yeah it's just so tragic because it's like in truth you love women's hockey so much that you posted that exactly I'm being a hater about that team specifically yeah oh my gosh that's so funny anyway all this to say I don't know who the admin is if you're the admin don't unblock because i think it's good to keep up the rivalry but just know that there was no misogyny going on there yeah see that's the thing i i would love to get the record straight about that just know that i was not being misogynistic i was just being really passionate about women's hockey however if the admin is listening to this or if anyone listening to this knows the person who runs that account i would love to get that message through and also get the message through that this person should not unblock me because this is funny as hell. And I think that, you know, if you're listening, just own it. Just just own it. I'm a hater. I'm a PWHL Boston hater. We have a rivalry. You've blocked me. This is great content. Keep it up. Uh, anyone listening here, don't do that thing where you start tagging them. Unblock Beata. No, 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 no. I don't want that. That's really embarrassing in any situation. <laughs> and this is really funny and I'm going to run with it. Uh, so anyways, in a new season, when I start posting about being blocked by PWHL Boston, that's the context. Please laugh along uh, and just know that it wasn't actually anything bad that got me blocked. But I'm still <laughs> going to own the fact that I was blocked. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I Who do I want to get blocked by? I want to get blocked by a uh, Toronto PWHL team. I don't know what to post though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I didn't try, and yeah. I still got blocked. It has to happen organically, I figure. Like, yeah. you can't go... Because that's also, like, 
going into it trying to get blocked is actually cringe. Like, it's kind of like, oh, mm -hmm. my God. Like, And then it's like, oh, you're actually trying to annoy the admin, yeah. right? Yeah. But Um. it's like, I hope that um, through just passionate posting about, like, hater posting, I eventually get blocked. I, I won't because I'm private. No one sees it. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be nice for the admin to be like, she's annoying because she likes the PWHL Ottawa team too much. And it's annoying to us as teams that aren't PWHL Ottawa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like, see, if I had guessed which team would be the first to block me, I would definitely think PWHL Montreal. Yeah, So I I feel feel like there's still a decent chance. Yeah. I think that's really going to happen for you, to be honest. Yeah, imagine being blocked by both Montreal and Boston. Montreal fans wish that they could hate as well as I do. They wish they were blocked by PWHL Boston. Like, actually, exactly, like, jealous. Like, everyone listening to this is seething. They're like, oh my god, it should have been me. Before the season even started, and I was already blocked. All I'm learning... None of you are as good at hating as I am. I was gonna say, all I'm learning is just that, like, you are a next-level hater. And, like, I always knew, but it's like, I, this has truly opened my eyes to, like, there's a tier even above the level I previously thought existed, and, like, that's the level you're on. It's incredible. Exactly. So, yeah, huge week for me, truly, for two weeks through. I don't know how long it's been since our last episode. Yeah. Uh, something, something less fun about... the pwhl um is that they put out merch um and you know we've been pretty positive about things with the pwhl for a while and it's very cringe that this is the thing that i've gotten legitimately excited about but guys <laughs> the merch is so bad so merch is very ugly and you know what it's not it i put all the blame on one woman Angela Price, if you are listening. Here's the thing with, so Angela Price's company is called Line Change. And I kind of feel like the whole point of the Line Change, like clothing brand, is that it's very subtle branding. It gives off the energy of like, you know, when YouTubers are like, I'm putting out merch, but it's not going to be obvious that it's my merch. So like, you can wear this and nobody's going to know that you, that you, watch my youtube channel right mm -hmm. it's very like oh you want to support your team but you don't want to wear team logos and official team branding because that's cringe let's do something very subtle where it's like yes it says ottawa senators but it's not obviously team merch right which you know i think some of her stuff is kind of cute i respect that that has an appeal to certain people but when you are starting out your league <laughs> and this is the first stuff you are putting out why the hell do you go that direction why are you like this is the first merch that we're gonna put out we're trying to spread the word about the pwhl and it's merch that seems deliberately designed to hide the fact that it's women's hockey merch yeah like the thing is is okay i yeah i understand why that merch exists when there's already a wide array of branded merch available. Mm -hmm. For the Ottawa Senators, for example, if you want a hat, a shirt, anything that says Ottawa Senators NHL on it, you can get a million versions of that, right? So it makes sense that you should also make subtler merch available because it's like, okay, 
someone can probably buy all of that if they really wanted to and have different merch for different occasions. It makes no sense for the first, like, then there's nothing that I can wear to be like, this is such a funny problem. It's like, I want to wear things that are cool, but it's like, that's a real problem. Like, I would I wear wear, ugly cringe merch if it said yeah. PWHL Ottawa oh, on it. Like, not even because, okay, we've seen the sweaters that the players are wearing and maybe they just couldn't be mass produced but I want that sweater like I feel so like, bratty but it's like I want that one I don't want this one yeah well it's also like you know if you wear a shirt with like a little bit of red on it that says Ottawa hockey everyone's gonna be like oh Ottawa Senators because that's a well-known brand so yeah. you can't get away with wearing very subtly branded merch and people will know what it is but that's not gonna happen with the PWHL people are gonna be like oh nice like airport sweater <laughs> about yeah. the city of Ottawa um or think it's an Ottawa Senators merch or something Ugh. Yeah, like, some of the stuff, that's the thing. It's like, okay, I also said this on Twitter, where it's like, I understand that there's no team, like, brand yet, really. It's just, like, the city, kind of, because it's like, there's no, like, logo. There's mm -hmm. no real official names yet. So I understand that they were like, we need to kind of lean into the city, right? But it makes no sense to just have, like, like, one of the things is just a hat that says OTT. Or, like, I know Poppy was saying about how it's a hilarious hat, and I have to agree. But, like... You know what I mean? It's just like, why not just make it say, like, Ottawa PWHL? Yeah, start with PWHL and then yeah. have, like, Ottawa in more subtle branding. Oh, my God. And another thing is that there's one merch item available that's just a sweater <laughs> with the first initial of the, like, city. So it's like Ottawa's has an O, Montreal's has an M, but so does Minnesota's. So when you look at the mini exact same sweater, it's like, what the heck? Literally. And I swear, okay, somebody who's going to the Montreal airport uh, in the next few weeks, confirm this with me. I'm pretty sure I've seen line change at the Montreal airport before. Like, this is literally stuff that they sell at the airport. It's uh, And it just has that energy. And it's so annoying. But yeah, I agree with you that probably they wanted to put those like sweaters that we saw the players wearing on sale. And I'm guessing they realized they couldn't have those ready for Christmas and they were like scrambling to find any kind of merch that they could have available before Christmas and line change was the one place that could because they didn't change anything. It's just Ottawa Senators merch, except instead of Senators, they put PWHL. Yeah, it's like the exact same. It was like pretty disappointing. Also, like they had jerseys available, which is cool, but then you can't even get them like decorated. Like you can't get a player name on the back. No. Which like, that's the whole point. Yeah, like, I want everyone to know, like, who I'm supporting, specifically. Yeah. Anyways, thankfully, I have a Michaela Grant Mentis Toronto 6 yeah. uh, jersey, because I'm cooler than everybody else, so I will get to wear that to games. Even though it's a Toronto team, it's in red, it's Michaela Grant Mentis. Like, people, I feel like people will get it, you know? Yeah, they will, but... I spent too much of my time being a Toronto 6 hater, because they were from Toronto, so I... I'm so stupid. I was playing the long game. Yeah, you were a genius for that one. Yeah, and speaking of Michaela Grant Mentis, by the way, she is officially with Ottawa, and so yeah. is Akane Shiga. That's, like, so exciting. We knew, like, they were training camp invites. We kind of knew they were going to get contracts, but, like, I am so hyped about this. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. I am, yeah, I'm very excited for the team. Like, I just, like... I kind of, because I've just been so busy, I forgot, like, actual games were going to be mm -hmm. played soon. 
And I'm just like so excited to actually see what this team looks like. Um, I think they're going to win all their games. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty obvious. Uh, yeah, lots of fun storylines. It's going to be really fun. Nice to have a team to actually get excited about. Yeah, oh my gosh. Like, <gasps> And like, the thing is, even, even if this team loses all their games, which they won't, but like if they lose a lot, it'll still be entertaining because like we're still figuring out the team and, you know, figuring out how these players do when faced with yeah higher competition and stuff like it's you know there are still interesting things to watch that will keep me entertained whereas with the sands it's like what are we learning from them losing you know yeah. like what what new thing is happening here mm -hmm. it's not fun because it's like even if yeah even if like the ottawa pwhl team loses it's like i would anticipate that they could lose in like interesting ways just by virtue of the fact that we don't know how they're gonna lose yet the mm -hmm. ottawa senators i know how they're gonna lose i could write you a script yeah exactly what the next game will be and i will get every beat and it will be pretty accurate this team like it's such a like wild card like i don't know what's gonna happen so it's very exciting mm -hmm. yeah uh so that's a, a beacon of hope in the future i like how we're already preparing for the possibility that they're also gonna lose yeah. but we're like they'll lose in a less depressing way so it's okay the sends their losing hasn't been entertaining since 2021 we're past that point yeah we like yeah i can't even think about the ottawa senators that's the thing i can't even think about that team without like getting mad this I team i like, get excited every time like the pwhl team so i'm like thank god even when i think about how like oh the sens are probably gonna start winning at some point because they always do this you know we get to the spring and suddenly you know we get into the new year and suddenly they're winning and that's gonna happen again and i can't even get excited about it. it's like i said with the leafs you know leafs fans don't get excited when the team looks like they're going to win the division. I'm not getting excited about the prospect of the team winning a bit in the new year. Yeah, no one cares. Like, oh my god, the bar, again, is so low. But, okay, that's the other exciting thing about the Ottawa PWHL team, is like, we don't even know where the bar is yet. And it's like, if they come in last place, okay, they're going to draft Sarah Fillier or something. Yeah. Like, there's something exciting that we can hope for in the future. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for exactly one professional hockey team in Ottawa in the new year. Yeah, because if we think about it, there is exactly one professional hockey team in Ottawa. And they play yes. in Ottawa. They exactly. They don't play in a freaking suburb in a farmland. Truly, fuck the Ottawa Senators. We're done with that story. Other teams may, other fan bases may hate the Ottawa Senators, but not as much as we do. Yeah, this, oh, I just, I hate them so deeply. And with that, we will conclude episode Eric Contra. We'll see you in the new year. We're not even going to finish on a Go Sens Go. Go PWHL Ottawa Go. Yeah. Fuck the Sens. Fuck the Sens. Bye. Hello, just an editor's note, we forgot to plug everything, so if you want to follow us, um, we are at Elite Sense Brain on Twitter and Blue Sky, Beata is at CBeataE on Twitter and Blue Sky, I am at Erickson's Burner on Twitter and Blue Sky, uh, we also have a Tumblr, which is EliteSenseBrain.tumblr.com, and I think that's everything, so with that, uh, happy holidays everyone, and fuck the auto senators, bye! <laughs>